there and welcome to episode number 96 of the BBB podcast. How are you doing? I'm feeling pretty excited today because this season is filled up and I think set to be amazing. I really hope you enjoy the guests that are to come still in the next few episodes. But now, today on the show, I am changing the theme again. You know, I like to add in a bit of local talent doing great things from time to time. And today is no exception. I'm talking to Louise Brogan from Social BNI, and you'll hear in the intro all about her brand. But just to give you a quick taster first, I really enjoyed talking to Louise. You know, what stuck with me the most when I re-listened to it was her amazing confidence. She's one of these people who, when she sets her mind to something, she is going to absolutely ensure that it happens. And as she says herself, when she decides to embark on a new challenge, she'll work out how to do it later. She's inspirational and empowering people to take control of their career by creating masterminds and memberships. One thing I want to encourage you to do is actually check out the show notes after this one because Louise shared some amazing resources to podcasts and sites that have helped her through her journey. So really, really great resource at the end. And one thing, if you listen to the end, I will share a discount code for Louise's membership. So thanks again, Louise, for talking to me, especially when you had a bit of a cold. Let's dive in today, guys. Thank you. Today on the show, I am talking to Louise Brogan. Louise is a social media expert who runs the brand Social BNI. She helps businesses understand online marketing via her workshops on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. Louise also has her own podcast and that's kind of where I got to know her a little bit from afar, of course. And um, it's just super great to have someone on the show that is local again and showcase some talent from just up the road or down the road. (laughs) So Louise, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much, Karen. I'm really looking forward to this. Thanks yeah. for inviting me on. You're more than welcome. Does that sum you up a little bit so far? <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right. In terms well, of, of work, certainly, yeah. yes. You forgot to mention, I do Twitter as well. Oh, yes, of course. That's the, yes, the, the all fourth... on social media. Yeah. Except <laughs> Snapchat. I don't, I don't do Snapchat. <laughs> no, me either. I, I just, I feel like it's for younger people. And that's, I probably shouldn't say that, but I don't understand it very much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just I've just zero interest in it. Yeah, Shocking. you can do too much. You can spread yourself <laughs> too thin. <laughs> so let's uh, let's start at the beginning. You have a, a really great online presence, especially your website. It looks absolutely fantastic. But how did you get to to where you are today? Do you want to tell us a little bit about your story? Oh lordy, where do we start? In <laughs> um, a very very quick rustle through the synopsis, um, I um, I went to university and did geography. Oh, wow. I then had no idea what to do with my life and I went traveling for on and off for about five hmm, about five years maybe mm-hmm. um and realized that I needed to get a qualif- I, I got a job in IT in London and realized I needed a qualification in IT to go any further so I did a master's in computing and information systems at Jordanstown at the university down the road mm-hmm. um and then I got a job as a software engineer in BT for um, which I left after two and a half years to go traveling again mm-hmm. so it didn't quite suit me the whole software engineering life I came back back got married and got a job as an IT project manager in the National Health Service mm-hmm. um, which I loved um, really enjoyed doing that job I, I think what I loved about it was teaching people who had a fear of technology or complete resistance to change um, and learning new stuff and being able to kind of turn that around for people and give them skills um, which I think has led really into why I love the teaching aspect of my business so much um, 
but uh, I was after I had my kids I went part-time in that role Karen and basically hit what they call the glass ceiling Mm -hmm. so um I wanted to apply for permanent role I was at I was at a particular level and I wanted to get make that permanent and I was told no on certain terms I need to do it full-time and I didn't want to work full-time with three kids at home Mm -hmm. um so I started making my exit plan and I got really into I had I started a craft shop on the side this sounds really bizarre Mm -hmm. um after I had on my first maternity leave I realized that I'm not very good at sitting around um keeping house (laughs) (laughs) like I started I started an eBay shop which turned into a website selling craft supplies which then I I opened a bricks and mortar shop um in Newton Abbey while working part-time in the health service Mm -hmm. when my third child was four months old um which is when I look back now I was completely insane and a couple of years into that business realized that um although I loved having a business and earning money I wasn't making a lot of money and actually my interest wasn't really in crafts Mm. Um, and somebody suggested that actually I was quite good at the social media side of things this is back in 2012 right 2011 2012 um and not a lot of businesses here knew how to use Facebook to promote themselves so I transitioned into teaching other people how to use Facebook I managed accounts for people initially for the first couple of years um, and I built the business up to the point where I was able to leave my job so I left my job in 2015 and I've been running social B ever since Um, I would say full-time and definitely in those first few years it was hectic because you worked all the hours you could you know you got home from um from like I worked maybe five hours a day at the job got the kids came home did all the house and mummy stuff and then Mm -hmm. when the kids went to bed I worked in the evenings and it was just it was so much um and even when I left the job I worked a lot of hours and I would have worked every night and now thank heavens the business is at a stage where I don't have to do that um that's a real challenge Mm -hmm. I think for mums especially who set up businesses and yeah. um, trying to work around your kids if that's what you choose to do but also being aware that you know you need to look after yourself too which I suppose is what your podcast is all about about you know Absolutely. your mind and body mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. brilliant well thanks very much for sharing that Louise so so much of a, a journey and like I always say it doesn't really make sense until you look back and see one led yeah. one thing led to another so from geography to to creative supplies to social media expert I love yes. it <laughs> and it's almost I love looking back at, at certain signs as well so you had the job part-time and you wanted to go for something else and it had to be full-time and then that was your pivotal moment right what can mm. I do for myself yes and at the time it was probably like oh I don't know you know but looking back this is this is what you're meant to be doing and it's obvious this is what you're meant to be doing yes to me. So I was determined to get out yes I was yes to be honest so um, and my dad had his own business, so I definitely have entrepreneurialism in the family. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was. Although he always said he passed away whenever my my first child was born, okay. um, but he always said never work for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, right? <laughs> go, go get a job, and then when you go home, you don't have to worry about it, you know, in the evening. So yeah. actually, although I think he'd be very proud of what I've achieved. Yeah, um, of course. If, I'm not sure he would have uh, encouraged me to start in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. It's you can see the determination, you know, and you can tell when people are like, right, this absolute tunnel vision, you know, this is what I'm going to do and it is going to work and there's no other option. And yes. 
I, I've seen my brother do that. He took enough traveling. He lives in uh, Australia and he went out there about 13 years ago and he was so determined. He's this is going to work and I'm not going to come back. And he didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I think once you take on that kind of attitude, yes. there's no other option. Yes. And imposter syndrome is a big problem. It's a problem that I have. And I've even interviewed a lady on here who deals with women who have it quite badly. Yes. And I've had it myself. And now I'm trying to kind of put that, push that aside. And I'm trying to work on new things as well, because it is easy to get scared of, of new things. But we all yes. know the good stuff's on the other side. Well, I think what I do is I kind of say yes to things, and then figure out how I'm going to do them afterwards. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so the, like the conference I'm I'm, like I've organized this conference for the end of May with Ashley Watson, um, my friend. Yeah. And it's one of those things. I put it out there. I said, right, we're going to run a social media conference in Belfast. And the biggest thing I've ever done before is have 40 people to um, a healthy entrepreneurs evening, which was only in January. Um, and it went so well. I thought, do you know what? I think I can do this. I think I can put on a conference. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. You just needed that little buzz from something else. Yeah. And it's kind of when you say you're going to do it, I think sometimes, like, because I have a podcast too, I think sometimes when you say stuff on your podcast, because it's recorded and it's out there, like, your audience are going to keep you accountable. So, like, Louise, where's that conference you said you're going to do? Exactly. And talking of that conference, I shall be there, as you know. I'm very excited. Yes. So, talking of social media then, what would you say, this is an exciting question for me, are the main aspects people get wrong when they're in business and trying to work with all the different uh, types of social media? Well, you've just you've said it in your question. Mm-hmm. Um, you shouldn't try and work with all the yes. social media platforms. Um, you need to figure out who, first of all, who are you trying to reach? Yep. And then understand where they are online. Where do they hang out? Do they hang out in Facebook groups? Mm-hmm. Do they just go to Instagram? Do they use Twitter? Where are they? Where are they going to connect with you? So, you know, as a consumer of social media, Yes, I'm on all these different platforms. Where do I actually engage with people? Mm. With me, it's probably I engage with the most inside Facebook groups. Okay. Um, so understanding where your audience is and focusing in on that one platform rather than trying to spread yourself across all of the platforms and probably not doing a brilliant job at all of them as a result. Yes, I understand. I find as well it's really important to focus on the people or your audience that you're serving. It's not about you at all. Oh, it's <laughs> do, so not about you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and it's even if you were ever to do, I haven't really done any public speaking, but what they say is you should focus on who's sitting in front of you, what you want them to go away with. It's not at all to do with you, and that's supposed to help your anxiety levels as well. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. People, people don't really care. Yes. about what you want to say about yourself yes how you grow is by helping people with the problems that they have yes I love that taking them on a journey from where they are to where they want to be that's yes the so the bit where I've just told you my whole like very potted life history people are kind of going well, that's interesting but what's she going to tell us that helps us with yeah. our social media yeah very good <laughs> Louise come on give, give us the good stuff yeah <laughs> Although I think you do, like people say, and you probably agree as well, on your social media, you have to inject a wee bit of person personality, a bit about you, oh, yeah, so that they can, right. you know, uh, trust you and see who who's behind the all the all the fancy pictures. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, people don't want to be lectured to. You know, yes. they don't want you to send them out dry. Like so. So, for example, I mean, if a lot of some of your listeners, maybe Karen, are people who work in the health and fitness industry, uh-huh. um, so if they are just going to lecture me about why I shouldn't eat this or why I should be doing you know, oh, going yes. to the gym so many times a week I I would just I would be so turned off mm-hmm. whereas if they start saying you know Louise if you do this this is how you're going to feel mm-hmm. I'd be like, 
that's interesting. That's how I want to feel. Because yeah. right now I feel like this, but I want to feel like that. Yeah. Um, so it's more about, I mean, people are really just interested in themselves, Karen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and what you can give them, honestly. It's no, so you're true. right. You're absolutely right. Uh, people want to be heard. That's the other thing on your social media. If you start asking people for their opinions on stuff or asking for their input into things um, on your social media posts, mm-hmm. your engagement will skyrocket because mm-hmm. people love, love to give their to be heard and to give their opinion about stuff. Exactly. It's about asking the right questions, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So a new night we talked about before we went online there, your mastermind course. Can yes. we discover what that is about or is that all a big secret? No. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got two different levels of um communities. I've got a membership site oh, which yeah. is Social Bee Academy. So that's where people join for it's thirty pounds a month. Mm-hmm. Um and we have I've training about how to use all of everything about social media. Brilliant. Um but also how to build your business online, how to how to run webinars, how to build your email list, how to really grow your presence online. Mm-hmm. So that's the membership, that's the Social Bee Academy and that's £30 a month um, and £10 for the first month. If I can give your um, listeners um, a code at the end, if you like. Oh, awesome, yes. And then the mastermind is a very different thing. It is a small group, peer-to-peer-led group um, program. So I run it for 12 weeks. And when you sign up for 12 weeks, it's every six, so I pick a Monday. So it's, say it's Monday morning at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You turn up on Monday morning at 10 o'clock and I run it over Zoom, which is an online um, video conferencing yes. tool. So the people in the mastermind, um, for me, they are people who you have to apply to join. OK, because mm-hmm. you want the right as a person who hosts a mastermind, you want the right mix of people in the group, yeah. people who are going to be able to help each other. Um, because what happens is you turn up every week at 10 o'clock, say, for example, and you come to the group with an issue or a question that you want help with. So everybody in the group gets 10 minutes in what I call the hot seat. Uh-huh. So first of all, we start off the call with every, I go around everybody and I say, right, what, what are you winning at this week? Get, let's start with something really positive. Then we go to, and I literally pick at random. So I'll say, right, Karen, you're first up. Mm-hmm. So you, and I start my timer. So it's mm-hmm. t- time, 10 minutes. I say, right, Karen, what can we help you with today? So you might say, because it's really about online, like online marketing stuff. Yes. Uh, but it can be about it can be about, you know, wanting to run your own event or anything. It's about just really about, about business the way I run it. Sure. So you might say, well, you know what, Louise, I'm really struggling with knowing what to put in my um, Facebook group because I'm not really getting any engagement. Mm-hmm. Like, the purpose of the mastermind, Karen, is not for me to then tell you what to do. It's for you to get the input from the other people in the mastermind. So you want to have a group that is between six and eight people. Mm -hmm. So if you think you've got a problem and you bring that to that group, it's not just me that's helping you with it. It's the seven other people in the group. So they they talk about seven minds or or eight heads are better than one. So what's brilliant about it is you get your 10 minutes and you you're scribbling away all your ideas and everything and I I keep notes as well so I kind of have like a summary of each call and I put it into we have a Facebook group for the mastermind um and then it goes to the second person and they ask their question but their question might be something you are maybe thinking about as well so they might say 
oh, um, I was listening to Louise Brogan and she says I need to start an email list and I have no idea what to start. Like, what am I mm-hmm. going to offer people that's going to get them to sign up for my email? Yeah. So everybody else, it's going, everyone has gone through different things in their business journey. So there'll be people there who haven't got an email list, but there'll be people there who've got 2,000 people on their email list. And it's all about really connecting and sharing ideas and helping each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, by the time you get to week three or four, you have got such a tightly bonded group. Yes. And then they start to help each other out during the week as well inside the group. It's brilliant. I love it. It's so- such a, a thing to move your business forward. It's a fantastic idea. Oh, to me, it sounds absolutely fantastic. And you know the line that's thrown about so much, you're the average of the five people. Maybe yes. eight, eight people <laughs> that you spend. Jim Rohn or somebody. Yes, uh huh. But it's so obvious. It's like you know yourself. If you were to go and do something a wee bit different or outside of your comfort zone, you are absolutely buzzing. Um, yes. and if if you're spending your days now just with the same people that are doing things that you're not really interested in, you can't expect that to do it all on your own it's difficult yeah. but um whenever you start raising your game and spending time with people who are your accountability partners as well i guess mm-hmm. that's what they become yeah well the other thing is the mastermind is paid yes so people show up because they put their money down absolutely because i i see people online saying let's set up a, a free mastermind group and um nobody turns up because yeah. there's no money invested in it absolutely makes perfect sense yes yeah so um, we're actually, so I'm introducing the mastermind at the conference at the end of May. Right. Um, and I've already had one lady contact me who's a bit wary of this. So probably that means other people are wary of it too, because oh. people don't really know what, what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tables at the conference are tables of eight. Right. And each table is going to have a facilitator sitting at it. Ah. And we're doing it as a mini mastermind. So you've got five minutes in the hot seat. So you'll be able to experience this, Karen, at the Uh-oh. conference. I'm scared. Make sure, bring a question Yes. along with you. And I will have a big buzzer. So I'm going to be on the stage doing a buzzer after <laughs> your five minutes are gone. The buzzer uh, goes. Probably seems like a lifetime as well, five minutes. And you move to the next question. But it's brilliant because you oh, can yeah. just really connect with the people at your table. Yeah, I'm up for it. Mm-hmm. Get all their input into whatever the issue. One tip I would say, whether you do a mastermind in person or online, is spend as little time as possible explaining your problem. Yes, yes. Because you want to get the value of the other heads at the table of what they what their suggestions are. Perfect. Oh yeah, I'm I'm actually my brain's going crazy already. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because talking of um, membership creation, uh, this is an exciting space right now. I am bang on into this right now. I follow a guy called James Wedmore. I don't know if you've heard of him. Oh, of course I have. Yes. Oh, sometimes I say it and they're like what so he's been promoting a tribe by Stu McLaren have you heard of it yes yeah oh yes uh-huh. I may have joined no I am already and I am a diehard membership site academy fan awesome yeah so I joined tribes um like three days ago and okay. I'm just so excited <laughs> to just <laughs> go crazy and get stuck in because I mean I have all the information but like anybody else it's you, sometimes you just need that guidance to to put it together properly so yes yeah so with your membership how have you found that worked out for you has it it really I mean have you got a good retention rate yes I do actually I have very few people leave my membership um but it's interesting Karen about business so I have so many different wings to my business right now Mm -hmm. so I've got my in-person workshops which I host myself Mm -hmm. I also then go out to corporates and train um, people so I get so this week I was working with a solicitor's firm in Belfast mm-hmm. last week I spent a full day working with um, a big charity 
um, on how to use social media. So I have the in-person stuff. I have my own workshops. I have the membership. I have wow. the mastermind. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the podcast. So I have almost a few too many things. Yeah. Do you have an assistant? So, yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got an editor. I've got a yeah. copywriter. I've got an assistant. Uh, awesome. Quite right. I've <laughs> um, got a wee team around me who are all brilliant. Fab. But um, the membership is really my focus for after the conference. The membership is my focus for the rest of the year because I know it's got huge potential. Mm-hmm. But I haven't just haven't spent a lot of time marketing it. Interestingly, I don't know how Stu teaches in Tribe. I know mm-hmm. that he has got an army of affiliates promoting that thing. Oh my goodness. Yes. And James um, was one of them. And he has actually yes. given away a ton of bonuses because of it, which are amazing. I haven't dove into them much yet, but yeah. Yes. They're... Well, uh, yeah, because John Lee Dumas was the same. He was One of his bonuses was to come to Puerto Rico. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly crazy. Um. But anyway, another podcaster for others who are listening in. I was going to talk to you about him because I follow okay. him too. <laughs> okay. So um, what I was going to say about um, Sorry, yes. the, the membership site. Yeah, so one of the things I have realized is that the more webinars that I do, the more people will join my membership. And the yeah. people who are in my membership rave about it. Mm-hmm. I just haven't got it out in front of enough people yet. So the numbers are really steady. Uh, nobody really leaves. I just yeah. need to actually grow it. Um, and stop doing so many other things all the time <laughs> <laughs> your calendar must be out of control <laughs> but I, I love the idea of a membership it's just a nice I would imagine I don't know what yours is like but I imagine it's just a lovely place to be and it's almost like a version of the mastermind where everybody is on the same page and trying to uh, lift everybody up that's my yes absolutely yeah and I'm in several memberships as well I don't know if you're in any memberships I in any me- do you know what no Actually, I'm not, no tell I am uh, Satori Prime. I don't know if you've heard of those guys. No, Satori Prime, a couple of brothers from uh, America. Yeah, it's right. and it's super cheap as well. Which is, mm-hmm. I mean, they they would do like that introductory price. I think it's about nine dollars a month. Um, yeah, and they might raise it again. <laughs> we shall see. But I'm in at a good price. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That, that there's so many tips and tricks to to membership. I'm actually going to there's a conference then in September called Retain, right. which is run by uh, Mike and Callie for the membership guys um about memberships mm-hmm. and growing memberships. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Awesome. So as a fellow podcaster, I love it yes. from Northern Ireland. Yes. There's a few of us. Um, how has that evolved for you? What came first? Was it the the podcast and then all the stuff came after it, or? Was oh it... no, not at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had never heard, two years ago, I'd never heard podcasts. Right. Um, so I was on a business accelerator program mm-hmm. and one of the guys said to me, oh, you should listen to such and such podcast. And I looked at him and I said, what's a podcast? And, <laughs> um, you know, I'm like, I'm 40. I don't know what podcasts are. Um, and <laughs> he says, oh my God, listen to this podcast. So I, I listened, the first one I ever listened to was Seth Godin. Yes. And it blew me away. And I was like, oh my God, this amazing world of information and education. And the only podcasts I listen to, Karen, are business ones. Like, I, mm. I, I'm just not interested in anything else. Yeah, I know um, what you mean. Mm. <clears throat> so, although I did, I was slightly tempted by one about Line of Duty, but I didn't bother. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, I, I started to, like, a lot of people in, who are getting into the online business podcasting space. Yeah. I started out with people like um, Amy Porterfield. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, John Lee Dumas yeah. and Entrepreneurs on Fire yeah. and people like that. But I very much now have my favourites. So I, I love, my favourites are the Biz Chicks podcast, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I've been on. Um, Speaking Your Brand with Carol Cox, which I've been on. Uh-huh. Um, who else do I love? Those are my my top two. Janet Murray is an English one. Mm-hmm. I've not been on hers. Um, she's really she's a really good podcast too. And I'm going to be on um, Callie uh, from the membership site, guys. She does a side podcast, and I think I'm going to be going on that. Um, but yeah, I love. They're all about for me. They're all about how to grow your business online. That's who I listen to, and mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Very good. But yes. I- Sorry, Sorry you were asking how to actually, actually start my own. Yes. It was, again, it was one of those things. I, I listened to them for a year and I thought, I'm going to do a podcast because I love podcasting. Not, and when I started, it wasn't at all anything to do with growing my business. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to interview um, people and find out how they started their own business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the focus at the start. So I interviewed women who had left corporate jobs to start a business um, who were at least one year down the road, and the idea being that that would that would help other other women who were like me, who were stuck in jobs and wanted some inspiration to get out of them. Yes, um, yeah. Whereas now I would say I do a lot more um, stuff about keeping up to date with social media mm-hmm. um, and raising raising awareness that I know. I suppose it's about no showing people you know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah. But isn't it brilliant just interviewing people? It's my favorite thing to do because they're with my yes. from my point of view just sharing their stories. And I have yeah. said it before. I just hope that resonates with somebody just listening at home, thinking, "Yes, I can do that. That sounds like yes. me. I want to try that." And that's yeah. literally the reason why I do this. I love. It I know so it's just so inspiring to hear somebody else's story. Absolutely, I love yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. And John Lee, yes, I I followed him a long time ago, but then I've kind of stopped. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I had an overwhelm of podcasts. <laughs> he didn't make the cut wonder why i don't know that's funny um is it, does he still bring one out all the time yeah does he still bring a show out he no so he used to do he was known for being the guy who did the daily podcast yes that's right. um and then i think it was maybe almost a year ago mm-hmm. um maybe it was less than a year ago anyway they don't they now do uh is it two a week i think yeah um and it's very much a mixture of he he still does the interview type ones mm-hmm. but he does like a master class right. one okay. well yeah. brilliant very good um but yeah i mean how but the, him and kate erickson who is his partner yes. both in business and in life <laughs> um they are very very organized like they're yeah. brilliant mm-hmm. they, so i met them in dublin last september yes i listened uh, to that podcast of yours i heard you say that you'd met him yeah oh it was amazing we went we went they had they had said about coming for a drink and I went for a drink with them and then they kind of said after the drink mm-hmm. uh, what are you doing for the rest of the day and I'm like well I didn't say to them but like I, I went to Dublin because they said do you want to come for a drink <laughs> <laughs> brilliant just down the road <laughs> um, and I said oh, I have no plans and they said well you know do you want to hang out with us for the day and come out for dinner with us tonight? And I'm like, uh, yes, please. So excited, yeah. So I, I literally spent the whole um, afternoon with them and they're the nicest people. Oh, they um, but they were t- telling me, I was quizzing them a little bit about their business, but we're more chatting about life and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they were really lovely in that they kind of gave really good um, advice about business. Mm-hmm. But um, they're so organized. One of the questions I asked John on my podcast was how does he find, like he, he replies to every single comment on social media. Wow. Um, but he literally will have a like a 
20 minute window in the day where he will go to whether it's instagram or whatever and reply to every single comment wow, just blast it out and then put yeah. it away yeah but it's all scheduled so when yeah. they were doing their seven day a week podcast mm-hmm. they they would have recorded for two days a month Okay. So literally scheduled in all of their interviews and then right. that, was, that was the actual podcast work done for mm-hmm. the month. That's good. Uh, yeah. So whenever I um, got John on my podcast, which was such a coup, yeah. um, uh, it was really funny, Karen, because the first time um, I showed up and my computer died. <gasps> literally, he appeared on screen. We said hello. Mm-hmm. My computer died, and I was like, "Oh my holy lord!" Traumatized because he had said that he. Whenever I'd, I'd invited him on, mm-hmm. and he said, "Okay, sure, why not?" and sent me literally one day to pick a date from. Right, <laughs> one day. <laughs> and I thought, because he he just doesn't do very many. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh well, I've blown that. Uh-oh. But I got my computer back on, and he was still there. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the window and yeah. then I said and we only and we only had that's the other thing we only had 15 minutes I think all right um and he said he said well you know it's just like Louise we've only got three minutes left now and I was like oh my god well, that's brutal <laughs> and I said is there any chance we could do this again and he said yeah sure why not oh <laughs> uh, wow <laughs> I got a second go with him so it was great and we actually went over the 15 minutes so I was like yeah yes. I'm sure you were buzzing after that. I'm sure it was great. It was, but it was, it was like one of those things, which to someone who's listening has never heard of, these people, they're just going like, yes. so what's just some guy? No, no, he's big. He's he big. really is like one of the rock stars in podcasting. So it's like interviewing, not your hero, but you know, like no, something know. really, really, really important. You would be, that super excited, nervous feeling I'm sure you had before you spoke yes. to him. Yeah. Like jumping about and feeling yeah. a bit sick. <laughs> Well, Even our... though I'd already met him in person, I knew he was really nice, so I suppose that helped. Yeah, that would yeah. help. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will link to his show in the show notes so everybody can check him out as well. Oh, so, <laughs> so, Louise, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Finally, I ask everyone this question. If you could give our listeners one final thought today, one Louise nugget that they can incorporate into their lives in order to build that better body, what would that be? Oh, take it, um, take it easy on yourself. Don't yeah. try and be all of the things to everybody and take time out for yourself mm-hmm. uh, whether it's um getting up 10 minutes earlier to do a bit of yoga or pilates or going out and walking the dog and getting your head charred yes take care of yourself and then everything else will fall into place mm-hmm. it's it's simple but it's not easy as i say no <laughs> no it's not you have to be disciplined yes thanks very much for that and so louise where is the best place for people to connect with you on the web well, if they are podcast listeners, they could check out the Social Bee podcast. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, um, links to everything would be on my website, socialbni.com. Awesome. Thank you very much. And I will share all the good stuff and all our links in the show notes because I do like good show notes and I'm sure you do too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Thanks very much, Louise. Thanks a million, Karen. Really enjoyed it. And as promised, Louise's discount code is social-b-trial. And I will put that in the show notes as well so you can just copy and paste away. Bye-bye.